0: You're listening to The Drive with Larry Hardenstein on 98.7 ESPN. Super Bowl Sunday edition of The Drive. Thank you for joining us. Along with Nicky and Kyrie. Yeah, you know what? This song, um, the BT Express, Here Comes the Express. They were jamming with this over a giant stadium when this young man hit the field. As a member of the New York Football Giants, he also had a cup of coffee with the Jets and ended up his career with the Oakland Raiders. He is my former tag team partner from back in the day. He is the pride of Texas Tech University, Mr. Right. Billy Taylor. Number 38 in your program, number one in your hearts. Hi, Billy.
1: How are you, Larry? I'm doing good. How are you? I am outstanding. It's almost like a holiday.
0: Yeah, Especially for you. <laughs> so how proud of you, how proud of you to be a Texas, uh, a Texas tech red Raider today?
1: Well, I like that question because uh, uh, we had a reunion uh, l- uh, last week. And then the week before from everybody from Texas tech and, and uh, uh, Pat Mahomes called and I was really shocked at that. And he was talking about how, how a little bit worried he was because of the, the type of team that San Francisco was, but, you know, the, the confidence that this young kid has is incredible, man. He really showed a leadership role. You know, he leads by example, and I, and I am really proud. But, you know, also, Larry, you know, Baker Mayfield went to Texas Tech, and he was explaining that Baker Mayfield was ahead of Pat Mahomes, and then Mayfield got hurt, and then Mahomes took over, and then uh, Baker Mayfield transferred to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So Texas you, Tech has got a big, big contingent of, uh, of of athletes that have come out of there. I'm really proud of them. I really am.
0: I know you are. I know you are. And you wear that Red Raider hat proudly.
1: <laughs> my, shoes, my sweatshirt, my shoes, everything. I got red and black on. There you go. There you
0: go. Billy, let's talk about the Super Bowl today. And I'm going to focus on the running backs because when you look at what the 49ers have been able to do, They've been able to dominate with the ground game, and yes, they pass the ball. There's no question about it. But they make Jimmy Garoppolo's life easier because they run the football so much that I mean, think about this: in the past two playoff games, he, he he's 17th of 27 for 63 yards, and and they've just rolled in these two games.
1: Well, I think the thing about it, it's back to old school football. And I always thought, you know, people say, well, you know, we're in a new age of football, which we are. We're throwing the ball and, you know, they're they're having a fast offense. But I think that if you want to uh, cut your percentages down, uh, keep the clock moving, keep the other offense off the field, you run the ball. Like, I love the way Tennessee made it to the AFC Championship because Henry, you know, that, that's a big load. He reminded me of a little bit, I know I'm terrible, but of Eric Dickerson, the way, you know, he runs up straight up high and then once he get out in the open field, he's gone. I think if you, I think if you pulled every offensive lineman in the whole NFL and you asked them which would they do, run or pass, I guarantee about 85% of them say they'd rather run the ball. Because where's the the team down? It allows you to dictate what's going on, and that's why i got to give Kyle Shanahan a lot of credit. Because, you know, he went to the Super Bowl, you know, with Atlanta, and they had a a big lead on New England. They should have been the champions then. So today may be his his chance to get back at people. So I'm kind of interested to see what happens on that one.
0: How important is the running game Billy, when you want to be able to win a championship game like today? I mean, I know, I know that people have different theories, you know, our our mutual friend, Greg Butler's like, listen, yeah. you, I'll give up the run up and down the field. I don't care, but it's being able to be effective running in the red zone because that's when your defenses get tighter because they have less of, 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 you know, less of an area to defend. So it's harder to throw. It gets real packed down there. How, how important is the, is the ground game and how important will it be today?
1: I think today it's going to be more important than ever because if you get inside the red zone, you got to come away with seven points. You know, a lot of teams they get disappointed. And they, you know, when when they start running the ball, they only get less than three yards a carry or four yards, and then sometimes because of that, they go away from the running game. So uh, if you can stay with the running game down in the red zone, it's going to allow your team to get more momentum and allows your offensive line to get more push. And so all they have to do really is just get a seam, and I've always thought, and I've talked to you about it many times, Larry, that the running back gets a stalemate, which means both offensive line and defensive lines are not moving each other. The running back gets a four-yard running start. He should be able to get positive yardage. I've been taught that since my sophomore year at Texas Tech. If you get to the line of scrimmage and, and there's no one penetrating, you should always get positive yardage. San Francisco, that's what scares me about them today because their offensive line is really outstanding. They really, He built a, exactly the way that you should do. As a matter of fact, I'm not putting anybody down, but the Giants should take a look at how the 49ers, built that offensive line because, you know, they give the quarterback time to throw. He can use the play action, and they control what's going on. And see, the thing about it is we go into today's game, Larry, the only thing I'm worried about is that people are looking at what uh, what they did before and, like, what, what uh, Kansas City did before. But, see, I think you have to look at what's going on now. San Francisco defensive line, they got top draft picks. I mean, you're talking about first-round draft boys, best athletes in the game. They don't have to blitz. And if they do have to blitz, I'm trying to see what they're going to do today. If they can have someone to follow Pat Mahomes. You got to shallow him because you can't let him get outside the pocket. If he gets outside the pocket, he he's he's awesome. So if they keep him in that pocket, I think that San Francisco has got a chance to win. Uh, I looked at some of the, and I'm not a better, but I looked at some of the. The, the betting things that they were talking about because it moved it up to two points, I think, almost two points for Kansas City. A lot of people are betting on that. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's true because San Francisco's defense is really coming well-rested, and it's going to make it hard for Pat Mahomes. He's going to have some tough time for today. He really is. He's going to have some tough time, and I think he's he might be on his behind. And if he, if he stays upright, he has a chance to win. But if they get to him, I know in the fourth quarter, just like Tom Brady twice against the Giants, I think he's going to feel it, Larry Hardy.
0: Billy Taylor is my guest, former NFL running back. You're listening to the Drive on 98.7 ESPN. All right, BT, give me. uh, You you kind of you're kind of leaning me towards why the Niners are going to win. Give me give me a scenario how the Kansas City Chiefs win this game today.
1: If they allow Pat Mahomes to get outside the pocket, and once he gets out there, he's dangerous. Hill is one of the fastest wide receivers in the game today. If he allows him to have some room out there, because San Francisco does play zone on first and second down, and that's when I think Kansas City can do their best passing against them. If, if they don't get to Mahomes early, I think that, them, that uh, Andy Reid will make some type of adjustment at halftime or either maybe keep the back end to help out on on one of the four, the, the four linemen, defensive linemen. If he makes that adjustment and they're able to do that, and he gets more than... Three seconds to throw the ball, which doesn't happen a lot, I think Kansas City can, can really score some points and make it difficult. See, the thing that, that shocks me, Larry, is remember when New Orleans lost to San Francisco 48-46. That mm-hmm. was the first time I think they have been tested. Because I that really showed me something. So they can score points, and they can do what they have to do to win. And good teams will do whatever they have to do. And I think San Francisco is the one team that can do other things to win the ball other than to just run the ball. If, if the quarterback has got to make him win, I think he can do it. He showed me something. People say, we well, hadn't done it. It's because he hadn't had to do it, Larry. And maybe today shows you that he is one of the top quarterbacks in the leagues because he showed me before. Uh, already what I've seen of him, that he, he's he's legitimate, Larry, even though people kind of say, well, when did he do it or "Or, or when is he going to you know, lead him back? He's done it, and as far as I'm concerned, he's done it, and I'm looking for just an, an even-steven game. And then if it goes to the third quarter and the game is in doubt, I've won, Larry Harsky.
0: Yeah, because that means you got a good game, right? <laughs>
1: That's what that means.
0: It's not over at halftime. When you come back for watching J Lo and Shakira, you, you, that means you got you got something to sit down to.
1: <laughs> and that might mess them up too, Larry. Because then they say the halftime that, show this year is the longest they've had in the history of the yeah, game.
0: Yeah. Well, listen. That's more time. It's more time for the coaches to come, get on that blackboard and do the and the whiteboard and do that uh, screening and, and making an adjustments and stuff like that. And one of the callers uh, asked me earlier, BT, uh, who has the edge in from a coaching staff perspective in making adjustments? And as you and I both know, adjustments are the
1: key to this game. Not even a question. I watched Parcells and Belichick do it for years. It had shown me the ability to make great adjustments just yet because I know in Philadelphia he did not do it a couple times in Kansas City he's relied on Mahomes to lead them back but what I'm looking for is at halftime if somebody's hitting you in the head Larry you got to move your head so what do you do and that's why I think that uh the the coach uh Kyle Shanahan of San Francisco is better at making adjustments now he was with uh, I said it before he was with Atlanta and they, I think they learned from that. Remember, they should have run the ball at the end. I think that won't happen today. If San Francisco has the lead, they will take the game. If they go into the, the last couple of minutes with the lead, they will run it down uh, Kansas City's throat, and they will win the game if it comes down to that. So I think the adjustment uh, uh, partial I will give to uh, uh, San Francisco because they've done it before.
0: You know, we focus a lot with, with both teams, about the running game and about the wide receivers. But, BT, this is one of the rare contests where you've got a really good battle at tight end. You've got George Kittle at the tight end of the Niners, and obviously Travis Kelsey has been a phenomenal tight end for Kansas City.
1: They're probably two of the best three or four tight ends in the game. They're both they're yards after the catch are outstanding, and I love it because it reminds me, Larry, of Mark Bavaro, what he did against the 49ers way back a long time ago with the Giants. Both of those guys are up there with Bavaro as far as talent. So I think that, you know, Kansas City has the advantage in that because they've got more weapons and more speed, but uh, I think both both tight ends are going to put on the show today because they're going to have to go to the extra receiver. Say if, if the coach decides to take Hill out of the game or take the other wide receiver for uh, uh San Francisco have of the game, then the tight end comes into focus. And I could see both of them being a big factor today.
0: Richard Sherman and that secondary of the Niners. BT, if, if they are able to if, – if they can't contain Patrick Mahomes, how tough is their job going to be this afternoon?
1: Well, see, I, I think it's going to be tough either way because, you know, if, if you allow them to dictate what's going on, they win the game. But, see, the good thing about it, it's going to be a game of, of different things that go on through. I think even the first quarter is just a fill-out part of it. they are going to be a little bit nervous and stuff. So, I think at the very beginning, you know, the first quarter, I'm not going to even count it because both teams are filling each other out. Probably the second quarter, I'll see each team settle down and then the game begins. And, like I said, I, whichever team is able to show their will on their offensive line because Kansas City has got to be able to keep that defense out and San Francisco has got to be able to push uh, uh, Kansas City out of the way to be able to gain yardage. So I'm just waiting to see what's going on in that one. And as soon as they, you know, they, as soon as I can see the second quarter, that will kind of give me an idea of what's going on. Uh,
0: a couple of other wild things, other than the Super Bowl, Billy Taylor. Uh, when you look at the running backs right now in the National Football League, the Giants have a pretty good one in Saquon Barkley. How do you rate him as as far as the top running backs in the league?
1: One of the best athletes I have ever seen. Mm. One of the best athletes I have ever seen. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I was shocked how big he was because, you know, I am about one, and let's say 215. You know, he's every bit of 225 to 230. Uh, they say he's 4'3", something, but I really believe that he's about um, maybe 4'2", something, in, with a football uniform on. Mm. I think he is has the ability to surpass any running back – Except for maybe Barry Sanders, mm-hmm. Barry Sanders is the is is my prototype who you had to judge by, and he's got that type of stuff. And when when um, he gets in the open field, he's gone. I mean, he really. I, you know, like I said, I, when I was talking to him, I said something about what's your best forty. He, he said that he did a four two five at Penn State one time, but he, he averages about four three in the forty. But I think when in a football uniform, it's hard to measure people because you know Eric Dickerson. When once he turned the corner, he was gone. Mm-hmm. So you never know. But I think that he has a chance to be one of the best because he can do it all. The only thing he's got to improve on, as you know, Larry, is the blitz pickup because that's yeah. where he kind of lacks things.
0: How tough is it? You you've been around Eli Manning throughout his career. How tough is it and how strange is it to see the Giants going into the season next year without number ten on the center? It's gotta it's gotta be weird. It's gonna be weird.
1: Well, it's really something because you know, I see people judge things all the time. I've been listening to Justin Tuck and he was a guaranteed Hall of Famer. I just think the way that he's conducted himself, the way that somebody plays 16 years and is there and accountable every single day, uh, I just think that you, it's going to be a while before someone else does that. Uh, I, I like Danny. Danny, I really do. I think he's going to be pretty good. He's got to learn to you know, uh, handle the football and not turn it over, because you and I have talked about it so many different times, Larry. If the quarterback – Does not turn the ball over. You got a chance to win. And that's the same thing. I think that, you know, he, he's shown me something and I think Eli helped him. Uh, when I talked to, uh, Eli last week before the retirement, he had said that he had spent a lot of time with, with Danny. And I think that's exactly what they wanted because he's got a lot of Eli in him. He's cool under pressure. He doesn't get excited. And I think that's what Eli brings to the table. I hope that. You know, for years and years and years, the Giants don't have a problem with quarterback because of Danny getting the learning experience from Eli. I'm an Eli fan, even though, you know, his record is even. I think it's like 116, 116 or something like that. He's a 500 quarterback. But mm-hmm. when you do stuff, he did it in the clutch, Larry, in New York and didn't miss a beat. I'm, I'm an Eli fan.
0: Are you feeling better? you think running backs are going to get paid now because of the season that Derrick Henry's had and, and other players like that?
1: Well, Larry, I, and, and I got to be a little prejudiced. I no, have you're not a little prejudice. You're not a little <laughs>
0: prejudiced. You're
1: very prejudiced.
0: But go ahead.
1: <laughs> See, okay, what a running back does for a team. He picks up the blitz. He goes out and catches the passes. Picks up third down. He picks up the the thirty one. Uh, he helps out the offensive lineman. He has to kind of chip block on them. There are so many things that a running back has to do that the wide receivers don't do, that the tight ends don't do. I think the running back is a is a is a Unusual position, and he's getting disrespected now because of certain things. I mean, I felt sorry for Bell for the Jets because he didn't get the holes that he had when he was at Pittsburgh, and he took more hits probably this year than he's probably taken in three years, you know, playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he learned a lot too, and a running back has got to be always ready. I mean, you, you cannot. You know, take on a hit without being ready. You got to worry about everybody trying to get you. You're talking about 10, or 11 guys after you on one play as a running back, and you're talking about you want to underpay them. What's wrong with those people, Larry hardy It's very running simple. Running
0: back. Their thinking is I can get two or three running backs because one of them can't take the whole whole load so I can spend my money and disperse it over a series of running backs rather than just give a lot of money to one big running back who might get hurt.
1: Okay, but my example is Henry of Tennessee. Larry, if they did not have them, they would not have made it to the AFC Championship. And I didn't have them picked in my early polls of mm-hmm. Tennessee getting to the AFC Championship. I didn't have them there. So they made it because of the running back. Um, Todd Hurley, even, and I think kind of give an example of him, a uh, uh, Gurley at, uh, at mm-hmm. the Rams, that he got hurt after he got the money. But the reason they made it to the Super Bowl was because of him. Mm-hmm. Give the credit when it's due. When a running back is... Controlling the line of scrimmage, keeping the, the 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 everybody happy. You know, you come up with. With second and less than six, it's because of the running back. You come up with third and less than four, it's usually because of the running back. Give them their due. Every one of them has. You got to be an athlete to play running back anyway. I, oh, I stop it! Now you go. Oh, athletes, just relax. Oh, you've here got we to go. To be an athlete. Oh, stop They can play it.
0: basketball. They can play. Oh,
1: golf, can yeah, play right. Tennis. Here we running go. Running backs are athletes.
0: Oh, stop <laughs> it! The best athletes in the oh, world. Oh, enough. That's it. He got to go. <laughs> Billy Taylor. <laughs> thanks for a couple of minutes. Enjoy the game today, Mike. My friend. We'll talk soon. All
1: right, Larry Hardesty. Thanks for living. Go Kansas City with Texas Tech. All right. Take care.
0: Billy Taylor, my former partner. We had a lot of fun when we did the show together. But, oh, God. Why did I Kyrie and Nikki, why did I mention running back to him? I should have. Oh, him. you took him down a, down a road that we couldn't <laughs> get away from. Oh, man. Wow. This is the Drive with Larry Hardesty podcast on 98.7 ESPN.